Okay, everyone, welcome back. Um, and yeah, so today we'll be discussing the games with the betting odds uh, right now. So let's discuss the first game. Uh, well, that was yesterday, actually, the Chargers and Raiders. So, um, Robert, you want to explain that one? So, yeah, the Chargers won this one 30-27 in overtime. Justin Herbert had a great game. I love Justin Herbert. Definitely one of my favorite rookies. And um, <laughs> I think he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But there's no way he doesn't, no. especially because Burrow's injured. And um, he had a game-winning rush touchdown in overtime. Um, he tried that twice, actually. Didn't work the first time. Then he did get in the second time. Um Marcus Mariota played well in relief because Derek Carr had a groin injury in the second quarter, I believe it was. And Marcus Mariota was really impressive. I think maybe um, maybe if Derek Carr did play, though, they would have had a better chance. I feel like maybe if the Raiders didn't have as many guys injured, many guys on the COVID list, they would have had a much better chance in this game. But I was really impressed with the Chargers, even though they had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on a snap count, I'm pretty sure. And I think they even had Austin Eckler on a snap count. And they still managed to um, put together a really good game. Um, Darren Waller played really well for the Raiders. He's a good mm-hmm. player for them. Henry also, Ruggs wasn't in this game. Maybe that had a little bit of an effect on them. We need to we need to discuss rookie Where of the year another time. But it's going to be Justin Jefferson. I I'm sorry to break it to you, Jefferson? but it's, okay. I'm going to discuss it another time. But I, he's honestly, already I feel like, like it's going to be Herbert. He's already a thousand yard receiver. He's already a top ten receiver. Is Herbert a top ten quarterback? Did your mic just cut out? I said I'm pretty high on Justin Herbert. I feel like he's gonna be a stud. I know, but like he's, he's going he's the best to be and rookie of the year. Now. It's uh, it's of the year. It's not of the of the decade. Herbert's had a really good season though. I know, yeah, but but you don't think Justin Jefferson had a better? He I'm gonna really pull up Justin he's... Jefferson's stats for you right now because he's had he ever since like week three he's been beasting out every he's been balling every week. Let's see, uh, Justin. All right, so I'm gonna bring up to your stats his stats right now. I feel like they usually give it to like quarterbacks. Yeah, they usually do, but he is seventh in yards right now. Twenty second in receptions, which isn't good. But the amount of yards with receptions is really good. And his average his average yards per play, he's tied for fourth with 16.6 yards per play. Or, like, yards per reception. Which is really good. So, like, he doesn't right, he that is have a lot impressive. of receptions. Like, like, a bad receiver can get a lot of receptions in because they just get targeted a lot on a bad team. But, um... But he's Adam Thielen on his team, so he's, he's not, not even the um, number one wide receiver, too, which is true. Yeah, yeah, he's like a Stefan Diggs replacement. But honestly, he's gonna be better in the long run. For I think that trade was really good. But okay, let's move on because I think he's rookie of the year. We can have that discussion another time. All right, so let's go to the next. The Chargers game. did win that one in overtime as well. Yeah, Bills versus Broncos. Broncos are up six and a half. So we're gonna tell you guys like what what we would bet on this one. But I would not bet this one, but I would bet the Bills, if anything, on this one because the Bills had a really good last week. But they are both teams are on a short week, and uh, but I think that the Bills have a better coaching staff. Even the Broncos do have um, uh, like a decent coaching staff. The Bills have like an elite coaching staff right now. We're seeing with like Sean McDermott and um, 
they have a really good quarterback in Josh Allen. And the Broncos played really well last week. So the only thing with this, why I wouldn't bet this game, because usually people would be like, oh, it's a Bills runaway, is because they're, because uh, of the travel and stuff like that. Because, like, they're going, it's the first, uh, it's, like, Josh Allen is going to, um, going to Mile High Stadium for the first time, like, forever. So I think that, um, like, yeah, no, for the first time he's going to Mile High Stadium. So, uh, I think it's just, like, a new experience that the Broncos might beat him. Uh, but that defense isn't really that great. But the Bills' defense is really good. So and defense really wins games at this point of the year. So who do you have for I that one? The, um, Broncos are plus six I'm, and a half. I have the Bills winning this game, and yeah, this is not a good game to bet on. Do you, I feel like it could be close. It could be like a one or two score game. I'm like not gonna lie. But do you think the bull the Bills pull um pull out with this game? They, it's been much better. I think. All right, here's a question for you. Do you think Josh Allen's a top five QB right now? Not top five, but I think like maybe top ten. Yeah, like top like seven. But I, I think there's. He's been good. We can. I like his, the way he can like rush too. Another time, I like rushing QBs. I think I think Mahomes is like the best, but I think he's like the the NFL like like I, I, I don't know, but like I think that uh that I think that Patrick Mahomes is like one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, but I think Russell Wilson is my favorite quarterback, like, of all time to build around. But, uh, I mean, maybe him and, like, Eli Manning is my other favorite because I'm, like, a Giant fan. But um, other than that, I don't really – I think that my favorite of, like, all time is uh, is probably whatever uh, – it's probably Russell Wilson. You like no. uh, Russell, yeah. I think he, Russell Wilson could be even number three this year because of how Aaron, Aaron Rodgers played. Aaron Rodgers had a bad, or like had like an okay year last year. They still won thirteen and three, but they had like an okay year. Yeah, that could actually lead us into the night game for tonight, which is Saturday night. There's gonna be um, Panthers and Packers in Green Bay. Um, this game could be close as well. Teddy Bridgewater's been very good for Carolina this year, in my opinion. I think they would have been better with McCaffrey if they, if he played more often because he's been injured almost every – he's only played like three weeks this season. Um, but they do have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. They've been stud wide receivers this year. I think mm-hmm. DJ Moore is going to become a really good wide receiver in the league. Robbie Anderson, ever since he left the Jets – I mean, it makes sense, but ever since Robbie Anderson left the Jets, he's been great wide receiver for Carolina. So – I do have the Packers winning this game though, because Rodgers and Devontae. Yeah, Adams, but I feel like are just also you got to explain the spread. So it's plus it's uh, Packers are minus eight and a half. So I think the pa- I th- yeah. think the Packers are going to win this game. But um, yeah, I think the Packers are going to win this game. But uh, the plus eight and a half, you might want to bet on the Panthers. But this is not a game to bet on again. Uh, the Panthers versus Packers. Yeah, I don't, I'm kind of confused by that eight and a half on the Panthers. No, 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 like Packers are minus eight and a half. So like. They are, like the the Panthers have to um, the pa- the Packers have to score plus they have to win by over eight points. So I would pick yeah, the Panthers on this yeah. one. But all right, next we go to Buccaneers and Falcons. They, they probably will do that. Not a good game to bet on again. The next uh the next one isn't a good game to bet on either. But I take the Buccaneers over the over the Falcons. But honestly, the Falcons are prob are like really likely to upset the uh Bucks at home um. The Bucks, so I have the Buccaneers, but you can really go either way on this one. But do not bet on this game if you're betting on a single game. Yeah, what is the spread in this game? Uh, plus 
five and a half for the Falcons. So I would just bet on uh, the Bucks. Yeah, I do have the Bucks winning this game. Oh, I think it's gonna be really hard for the Falcons to pull away with this one, especially because they're missing Julio Jones, and he's top three receiver in football right now. Mm-hmm. And okay, Bears. Oh. I, yeah, I just feel like yeah, I feel like the Bucks are gonna take this one pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Bears or Vikings? So Vikings are minus three and a half. So I'm actually going to take the Vikings on this one, but if Mitch Trubisky balls out again this weekend, uh, I don't know. We kind of have to look at them as like a playoff team, I guess, but like. They've just been like so inconsistent. The Bears are so inconsistent. That's why I think Nick Foles was like a good pickup because like he's like consistent quarterback. But like, like you know what you're getting out of him. You're getting like an average quarterback. Like just like all right. But um, when he got hurt, that was really like the playoff dream for that team was gone. But I mean, he did win like a few playoff games. Uh, he won a Super Bowl, obviously, and then he won a playoff game. Uh, was the next year or the year after? Was it last? No, it wasn't. He was playing in Jacksonville last year, right? But the, the yeah. So, what was it? Twenty seventeen when he won the twenty seventeen when he won Super. Uh, no, yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think, think twenty eighteen. It's when the uh they went into the playoffs again. The um whatever it's called because whatever his name got hurt, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, yeah. Uh, didn't they go into the? Didn't the Eagles go into the playoffs last year? I think did they, they did, but they got eliminated pretty early. Yeah. I mean the NFC East, like uh, honestly. But the Vikings, I think, are um, are gonna pull away the win at the uh, minus three and a half. I think this is kind of lowballed. So I, if I, anything, I would bet on the Vikings. But uh, again, this is a really inconsistent game, so don't bet on this one. To be honest, I have the Bears winning this game. I feel like they've been playing pretty well lately. Um, I feel like they're just momentum's going in their favor, but. The Vikings are had do have a really good team, but I'm kind of rooting for the Bears. I kind of want them to like go on a little run here. This this so, is also a good game to they've watch. Been good. Trubisky nope. is, <laughs> Trubisky's been weird. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's a good game to Somebody's watch because both teams pretty well. really want to um really want to win this one. So like, it's a minus three and a half isn't even a lot. So Vikings just got to win by like more than a field goal, but um, the Bears. You can go with Bears or the Vikings, because I feel like it can be one by one field goal. But I do not bet on this game again. If you're just betting on single games, do not bet on this game. If we're talking about field goals, don't pick the Vikings. Dan Bailey, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. That <laughs> That's is so true. About. That's um, why it's like, I don't know. Maybe you should bet on the Bears in this game. <laughs> They're probably going to pick up, um, like, the, the, I mean, like, one of the best kickers in years uh, coming out of college. So, like, this year, they're probably going to draft him in, like, the sixth or seventh round. Sarah Fuller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? I, saw, I I don't know if you saw that, but basically they gave Sarah Fuller like offensive player of the week or something, or I don't know if they gave her special teams. And a guy that, that didn't win it oh got like seven hundred yards a ga- in one game. <laughs> no, I saw that. Unbelievable. I'm sorry. Like yeah, like seven hundred yards, like five touchdowns. Like, what think, did she even do? I'm gonna look it up right what now. What did she do? Kick a PAT? Was that what? <laughs> Come on. I really? can see for the first like the PAT, and she wins like. Offensive player of the week. I think that there was a Oh, uh Patrick Mahomes did it. He had eight hundred he had eight hundred and nineteen total oh, so yards in won. one college game. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, what did she do? 
to win. What did she win to do? Um, I think player she, of the week or whatever. Feel, I could see how it's good for did her, but don't keep on giving her the offensive player of the week or whatever because it, it's just like showing that you're weak. But you know her Heisman odds are like really high too. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like that's just that's just crossing the line. Imagine they give it to like. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is close to a perfect season, but, like, imagine, like, Joe Burrow last year and they picked Sarah Fuller. I, I'm sure they win. They picked the best player, but I think that was just for a week. So, I mean, congratulations to her for being, like, the first woman to kick a field goal in the uh, thing, but, like... That's cool. Yeah, that is really cool. But at the same time, it's like, come on. When you have a guy doing what he did, what do you, like, I mean, he's better 700 than, yards? He's probably better than There's Dan no way Bally, you can... So. Honestly, a Viking should um go to some Vanderbilt games, start scouting a little bit. Well, like, any team that picks her is going to have, like, a, a ton of journey, jersey sales if she does go in the NFL draft. Like, you know how many, like, women will be will be buying that jersey, even though she's going to be, like, a backup kicker? That is, yeah, that is true. Like, won't even make would she, the, would she be the first woman player in football in the NFL? Probably not. I, I think that a woman player will – I think there's probably already women that are, like – I feel like there's been some – I feel like there's been someone else. There's been someone that's tried out for it on the combine, but – I don't think there's been, like, an actual... Yeah, I don't think so. Like, someone that's, like, legitimately started in a game. Yeah, yeah, No, no one's started. I think no one pick- I don't think they picked her. She was just, like, a soccer player, and, uh... I don't think she really knew how to, like, punt a football or something. I, uh... Oh, gotcha. Or I think she was a kicker, but I don't know. Uh... Okay, 49ers versus Cowboys. is actually a decent one to bet on. I bet the 49ers for this, uh... Same, I have the 49ers in this one. Yeah, I mean, this team would have been so much better if, like, injuries were off. I mean, like... You turn injuries off like this is Madden. Yeah, if, if, like, injuries are off on this team, they would have been so good. But, uh, I think the Cowboys are just, like, oh, that's, like, a mess. I don't even know what to even do there. Do you even re-sign Dak? I, I don't know. But, also, the Cowboys are plus two and a half, which is not a lot. So, um, that's basically a zero, because that means that... If the 49ers win by safety, the Cowboys' uh, betting odds win this game. But uh, if the 49ers win by a field goal, then they win. So I think they could win by a field goal. Uh, then you win by f- picking the 49ers. So I'd pick the 49ers with the Cowboys plus two and a half. Oh, this one, what would you do? I, yeah, I do have the 49ers winning this game. They've been pretty good. I did the. I know the Cowboys beat the Bengals, but it's the Bengals. I mean, anyone can beat the Bengals. Um, yeah, Andy Dalton is no actually getting better over time, though. Rally around Andy Dalton. Dalton's getting better, but I think there's no way they can just roll with him, start winning football games. 49ers have been pretty good. Who did they play last week? They played, like, pretty good, Washington. but they didn't win. They did play pretty good in that game. I think they should have won that game, but they did play pretty good. I think it was just Washington's defense. That was the whole story of that game. But um, 49ers, I think they come away with this one quite easily, to be honest. Okay, the Lions and the Titans are the next game. Titans are minus nine and a half. Minus nine and a half. I picked the Lions for this one, seriously. I mean, Derrick Henry's probably going to get a 200-yard game game on this. Uh, 250 yards. I'm not even joking. He's probably going to get, like, 200 yards. Probably going to break 2,000 yards this year. And, honestly, should probably be MVP. Um, because Rodgers and, and Mahomes, like, we both know the quarterback position is, like, really hard to play. Right, but um, we, we like. How do you get that good of a season for a running back? Like Derrick Henry is gonna get a two thousand yard season, 
that's like historic. Usually, quarterback like the milestone is like four thousand. So my or like four thousand or like four thousand five hundred. Like is usually when like an elite quarterback will get. So imagine if they got like six thousand yards or like eight thousand. Like they doubled that. People use a thousand as a milestone for running backs or for receivers. So get to get two thousand on the ground at one at like one of the, just like the toughest physical positions to play. I think that Derrick Henry actually like, kind of deserves this, but we're not even done with the season either. Yeah, and he's almost going to get two thousand. He's already yards. like up there, pretty, and he already crazy. has two two uh two hundred yard games. So all he needs is like two more, and then like one one hundred yard game or something. So if I would we're pick, not uh, talking about the spread. What? If we're not talking about the spread, I do think the Titans win this game. But yeah. if you're doing like the odds and stuff, you got to choose the Lions. The Even Lions. I think the Titans will win. I think this is one of the bets of the week. If you're gonna if you're gonna bet on a game, bet on this one with the Lions. They were close with the Packers last week. They were really close with the Packers, and um, you know the, the Packers can't really stop the run as much. But you know the Titans, we saw them kind of fall apart versus the Browns before. So I think that um, the Titans win this game. But I think they only win it by like a touchdown or a field goal or anything. I don't think they win it by. I mean, nine and a half is a lot. All right. So you want to move on to the next game? Matt Stafford was questionable for this game, but they did say he was going to play. So I think it could be much closer. Also, we have a delay on our mics. So um, like whenever I'm talking and it seems like I'm interrupting you on your end, it's like it's like a it's like a three second delay or something. On my end, so like we both hear okay. each other weird. I don't um, know. Okay, I remember. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so um. Texans versus Colts. Colts are minus seven and a half. I'm taking the Colts for this one. Deshaun Watson has put up a really good season with horrible, with a horrible team. I mean, every GM and coach is going to line up to try to work with Deshaun Watson because he's that good of a quarterback. But this is the worst team he's going to have to work with, and he's basically carrying these this team. If they had to win with an average quarterback, uh, they would not be four and nine. But I think the Colts are going to win this game and cover the spread with a seven with a minus seven and a half. Uh, because we saw them beat the Raiders last week, and the Raiders almost beat the... I mean, Chargers aren't that good of a team, but, like, the Raiders beat the Chiefs, so... I, I, I'd i say that uh, the Colts are going to win this game and cover the spread. This is another really good bet. Yeah, I think the Colts win this game as well. But um, the Texans, I mean, they could put up a fight. I do like Deshaun Watson. He's a great quarterback. If he was on a better team, he'd be leading them to the playoffs. Pretty easily. And I feel like if he had Will Fuller, that'd be much easier for him. He's just like kind of stuck with nobody. He's got Brandon. I mean, look around. Just like they don't have that many guys. They've got, what's his name? Like Kiki Kuti or something. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's all right. <laughs> He's a wide receiver. Texan. But the Colts, I feel like it's like put together really good games. They're like a depth team kind of. They don't have big name guys, but they always put together a great game like every single week. They do have the best offensive line in football. They do have Qu- Quentin Nelson, who is like an All Pro uh, tackle. Or wait, is he a tackle or a guard? I forgot. He's a guard. He's a guard. But still, the best, uh, in my opinion, the best offensive lineman in football probably. Um, and he's young too. He's like, what, like twenty four or something? He's like twenty four. Yeah, he's really yeah. young. So. Um, I would say that Quentin Nelson, like, he's been really elevating this uh, offense, too. Like, this offensive line, especially, because whenever they pick an offensive line, it just hits. So, I don't know if it's either, um, like, a GM or that's either, like, a, uh, 
yeah, that's either a GM or it's either Quentin Nelson just making the player better. Almost like a Russell Wilson where Russell Wilson elevates every player on his offense. Or like even in basketball, Steph Curry. Steph Curry elevates every player in that in like I'm not on offense in like his team. Like he elevates the players. Uh, he makes them better. Like every good player um, will usually elevate all the players on their team. Like every player that can carry their team. LeBron James, we've seen that in basketball. He can carry his uh, team and make all the make non-known guys uh, coming out of college to like amazing players, star players, uh, winning championship rings. So I think that Quentin Nelson has really elevated this offensive line. I really like the offensive line, and the Colts at nine, uh, it's uh, minus seven and a half is another really good bet if you're gonna bet on it. Bet on uh, if you're gonna bet bet on that match. Okay, next we move on to Patriots versus Dolphins. So originally putting this down, I did have Patriots, and Dolphins are uh, minus two and a half. I'm switching to the Dolphins. I'm switching to the Dolphins. Now, what did you get, uh, Robert? I do have the Dolphins winning this game. Tua's been exceptional. Definitely a great quarterback. He's going to be a great quarterback. Uh, Patriots have just been a mess. They just they're just such a mess of a team right now. I feel like there's just no way. There's just no way. I'd be completely shocked if they pull away with this one. So I was very surprised. I thought that this was going to be like a a plus eight and a half for the uh Patriots or like obviously minus eight and a half for Dolphins, same thing, right? Um I thought it was gonna be that, right? That odd. Or even like the five and a half, because the Dolphins have covered the spread almost like for most out of every team this season, so they're doing really good. But like, the, so the Dolphins are the best team to bet on. So if you're gonna bet like every week on a team, bet on the Dolphins. Um, they usually cover the spread, and they're like really undervaluing the Dolphins. But I did pick the Patriots, but I'm switching my pick to the Dolphins because. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, like, uh, Bill Belichick with the rookie quarterbacks. He's, like, this for this, right? Like, he's he's uh, really good with rookie quarterbacks. Well, first, um, Tua, he's, like, he makes – he's a quarterback. Like, Justin Herbert, he's, like, a strong-arm, like, smart quarterback, right? Like, Joe Burrow, he could, like, really do it all. He's almost, like – like, he's, like, a Russell Wilson, like, type Mahomes, like, type quarterback. that could, like – he could stand in the pocket and he could run out. He can do everything, right? But Tua, he, you know, he can run. So like, he's, His speed is getting really good, actually. And he's, like, the, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. And he's, um, like, yeah, he's still growing. And he has, like, one pick this year. So I would, ugh, he's, like, he was a really good pickup. Like, I think he's kind of overshadowed by, like, Justin Herbert and, like, um, Joe Burrow. But I think that he's actually a really good quarterback. So I think that uh, the Dolphins can is going to win this game and pull up the spread. Also, those receivers with that defense, Xavier Howard is is probably going to be the defensive player of the year after putting up like like eight interception uh, games in a row, right? Or like eight interceptions this year, nine interceptions this year. And then um, the Patriots, like their receivers are horrible and Cam Newton can really only run and... The Dolphins are decent at stopping the run. So I would take the Dolphins uh, minus two and a half. This is a really good bet, actually. Yeah, Dolphins easily winning this game for me. Um, great defense. The offense will just kind of follow in their lead. And um, Patriots are just all over the place. There's just no way they come away with this one. Again. Yeah, both really good coaching, though. That is true. 
But um, Belichick and Newton, I just I just can't see them together. I never really saw them. Yeah, same. Being, like, but coach and quarterback duo. But yeah. Yeah, I think they, I, I think like, I, but I think that Cam can grind though. Like Cam, Cam can put in work too. Like Belichick, like wants like always put in work and stuff. Like Cam could put in work too. So like I don't see why people were like, oh, like he does dances. Like okay, so what? Like he does a dance at the end of the at, like when he scores a touchdown. Like okay, I don't see how it's like a big deal. Like, obviously, I see like the Baker funky. Mayfield like. I saw, like, the Baker Mayfield, like, grabbing himself on the sideline. Like, that's just, like, a little bit disrespectful to the other team. Like, he should be sportsmanlike. He should, like, appreciate the other team as, uh, and, like, learn to grow in college. But, like, Cam, Cam's, like, serious besides for the, um, besides for, like, this at the end of the end zone. Like, just pulling it, just, like, going like this at the end of the end zone. Like, how is that a big deal? But I think, I think they could stay together, but I just don't know what they're going to do. The Patriots are a wow team. We talked about this last episode. But, um... Next, let's go to the Seahawks and Washington. All right. I easily, easily have the Seahawks in this game winning it mm-hmm. because Washington, Washington's with and, Alex, oh, Alex Smith. Uh, I'm sorry. And they're Washington, a whole different team without them. Washington is plus uh, 5.5 as well. So, I mean, I, that's, it's tough. I do think the Seahawks come away with it, though. Maybe, yeah, I, I think maybe Seahawks... not by five and a half. Maybe not by five and a half. It could be even like it could be closer than that. I wouldn't be surprised, but I do think the Seahawks managed to come away with this one because I feel like Washington's a different team when they're without Alex Smith, and Dwayne Haskins has kind of just been eh when he plays for them. So maybe if the defense can like rally again, then they'll have a good chance. But if their defense is playing like average, I feel like they still don't have a chance to win this game. Yeah, I think that the um I think that right when I I think that see uh, you could have bet on Washington last like. Um, when they had Alex Smith, because he's actually playing really well. But I'm going to have to go to Seahawks on this one, because uh, Dwayne Haskins, like, Dwayne Haskins, like, he doesn't look like he loves football, like, not like other people, like Alex Smith, uh, I f- feel like, do. And, like, Russell Wilson do- does, and, like, people on the Seahawks team, like Jamal Adams, um, love football. So I think the Seahawks are going to um, are gonna do really well versus the football team. So, all right, the football that was team. Great. The football team, it always makes me laugh. I should just say Washington, but that's what I always usually say. Okay, let's move on. Jaguars versus Ravens. Uh, Ravens are minus 13 and a half. I think the Ravens are going to uh, I think the Ravens are going to get this one. The only thing is that Ronnie Stanley uh, can could have played a huge difference in this game. I feel like you you almost could have to bet the Jags on this one. I bet the Jags on this one cuz like the minus 12 and a half is a lot. That's insane. Minus 12 and a half on the Ravens. That's that's no, weird. thirteen and a half. So they have to 13 win thirteen and a half. Oh, by two touchdowns. But like, I feel like the um, I feel like Ronnie Stanley. If Ronnie Stanley was there, you could safely bet on this one. But I, I would, I would not bet on this one again, uh, because Ronnie Stanley is out and like a good tackle. I might actually pick the Ravens on this one. I don't know. This is like a back and forth game, but um, but like they had a, they had like a top five tackle, and they just lost him to an injury, and he's out for like the rest of the year. So, and he was, like, a huge player on that offense. So, like, if you look at it, like, a left tackle is one of the most important positions that you have. And what they lost them, I feel like the Ravens are, like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they had them, if they had him this year, they could have been really good. But, do you have any thoughts on I'd this be really game? Surpri- I'd be really surprised if the Jaguars sneak it out. But at the same time, they've had close games. Didn't they have a close game against um, the Steelers or something earlier in the year? Like, it was actually, like, kind of close. And then the yeah. Steelers did pull away with it, I think. But they, like, kept it close for, like, a few quarters. 
I, like I would three bet, quarters. I would bet the Jaguars win, but I would bet that they that they win the spread. They win the spread, but I think Ravens definitely win this football game. Yeah. Okay, next we go to Jets at Rams, uh, or I don't know which one it is, but... Um, yeah, yeah, it's in Los Angeles. Yeah, and the um, Rams are minus 16.5. I'm picking the Rams for this one. Uh, they do have, like, one of the best secondaries in the league. Jalen Ramsey is, like, probably one of the best corners in the league. Uh, Aaron Donald, the best edge rusher in the league. <laughs> like, so... Uh, what do the Jets have? Like, one of the best rookie tackles in the league. One of the best rookie receivers in the league. Can you really say much it's else? Just, so it's just they just don't have the team to compete at all this year. I, they just they gotta like really just fix everything up. All Jets I mean, games you know, are pretty bad everything. to bet on because you don't know if they're gonna keep it close or not. So I would bet Rams on this one though. Yeah, I just can't see the Jets keeping this one close, especially against the Rams and how good they've been. I just they just I don't know how the Jets could even possibly keep this close. All right, Eagles um and Cardinals. And Cardinals are oh God, crack. Cardinals are minus six and a half. That was great. Uh, uh, Cardinals are minus six and a half. Honestly, I'd probably take um, the Cardinals on this one uh, because either either like because Cardinals like the the thing is like playing against Jalen Hurts like it was different for the Saints. I feel like because like. Drew Brees. I mean, they do have Taysom Hill that they're practicing against, but like he's just like a different style than Taysom Hill, and like Kyler Murray is like kind of almost like that. So like the Cardinals defense almost know what to expect, like because they watch Kyler Murray, and like um they watch Kyler Murray play, and like they know what his play style is. While like their their uh, Chiefs, I mean the whatever his name uh Saints, kind of like I don't know. They, they don't um, really know Jalen Hurts' play style and how he's going to like kind of play against them. Yeah, and that was the first time, so now they have a little bit of film on him. I take the Cardinals. I'm going to I'm gonna go against that. I'm going to go with the Eagles in this game. Minus six and a half? I think, um... Or I'm, no, 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 no not, not for the spread. Six. Oh, yeah. So. I, think th- I think they win the game. I think the Eagles win the game. Okay, so no, no, so the Eagles win the spread then because the uh, Cardinals are minus six and a half. So the Cardinals okay, win my so, field goal then. Okay, so yeah, I do have the Eagles winning both spread and um, yeah the game. I think just, they're playing different under Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts could run the ball really well. So can Kyler Murray. So it's going to kind of be like a game of the rushing quarterbacks. So we'll have to see who comes out of this one. I think the Eagles can just ride with Jalen Hurts and their momentum will just keep them going this week. So I'm going to choose the Eagles. Even though I don't want them to win. Yeah. Because like... <laughs> For the Giants' sake, I don't want the Eagles to win. Mm, same. Um, now Chiefs and Saints. Uh, Saints are plus three and a half. I have the Chiefs winning this game. It's gonna be really much more interesting. But at the same time, it's like eh, because like I know the Saints are getting Drew Brees back, and now but now they're without Michael Thomas this week. Yeah. So it's like they get one back, and then they lose to another guy. So I uh- mean, they have the best defense in the league. The Saints. That's what I. That's what I think. But um, I just don't know. Can they do it without Michael Thomas? Probably. But it's going to be tough, especially against the Chiefs. Chiefs have been good all year. They're I'm going to say the Rams are the best one, defense think. in the league, but we'll it's close. It really, I'll, I'll close with those two. Yeah. 
But so, I do have the Chiefs barely coming away with this one. I guess it's going to be so close. Yeah, I'm putting the, uh, the Saints with the spread, but I think the Chiefs could win. But I think they're going to win by like a field goal or something. And the, the Saints are plus three and a half, so then the Saints win by a half point. But um, I think Chiefs are going to win this game, but it's, it is going to be very close. And um, I feel like Michael Thomas has been really unreliable, like for um, especially for like fantasy this year. Like I know his fantasy owners were like praying that he got in every week, or at least he got like a breakout season, and he really hasn't. And like his fantasy owners have been kind of like I don't know, um, like discourage or like discourage to play him. Don't really want to play him. I have I have Michael Thomas on um in our four team league, and um. Yeah, he's out this week, so I mean, I put in Claypool for him. Well, I just, I don't uh, even know. I feel like I still have no shot to win that. Uh, even though Josh Jacobs played pretty well for me, but that's, that's like off topic. Um, Brian's, uh, Browns versus Giants. Giants are plus three and a half. Uh, the spread should have been lar- larger for this game, to be honest, but the Browns could win. But the Giants defense, it's like a collide of styles because like the Giants are like, they need to get their passing attack going. And I think they need, they need, they need to either play Colt McCoy, or if Daniel Jones is fully healthy, nothing is wrong with them. Then we play Daniel Jones. But as a Giants fan, I'm really going to want to watch this game. This is a this is one of the best prime time games of the year. So, um, I think Colt McCoy is going to start this week. I saw Daniel Jones was like doubtful or something. I think I saw that a couple days ago. So if Colt McCoy, he hasn't even been bad. I'm not gonna lie, he hasn't been bad. Yeah, but he hasn't been good at the same time. That is he so hasn't true. been atrocious, but I mean, he could, he can kind of rally me beat the Seahawks yeah, with like, Colt McCoy. So I mean, you never know. It's going to be close. I hate to be like this because I'm a Giants fan. I do think the Browns win this game, unfortunately. But um, and if the Browns win this game, that just I feel like that just completely puts the Giants out of the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Giants, this is like must win these last few games. Sorry, um, I'm just trying to look to see if uh, I actually cannot find him. I'm trying to just look in all my leagues to see if um Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he's questionable. Hundred percent sure. No, he's questionable now. For hamstring. All right. Does it say like? Do they think he's gonna play or not? I don't know. Well, questionable just means that they don't really know. So like, yeah, it's I didn't like know if there was like any way. notes on him or anything like that. And then usually like a day before the game, they'll go like doubtful or something, and you don't have to play him. Steelers versus Bengals. Uh, Bengals are up 12 and a half. I have it. Okay. I easily have Steelers winning this game because um, now the Bengals are with a third string quarterback. His name's Ryan Finley because now Brandon Allen's injured. So, I mean, now they have this like no name quarterback going up against one of the better teams in football, the Steelers. So I just, I don't see how he manages to have a breakout game beat the Steelers. I just can't see that happening. Especially because the Steelers, they're going to bounce back this week, I feel. Mm-hmm. And this is a good team to bounce back against. Like, this is a good team. If you're not on a roll, you play the Bengals, try to get um, try to get everything going in the right yeah. direction again. I think the Steelers come away with this one very easily. This is one of the worst uh, Monday night games. It's always, like, honestly, I'm a, I'm a Giants fan, but, like, it is pretty fun to watch the Steelers play. Yeah, right. I think it's like their play style. It's pretty fun to watch them, but um, it's kind of getting old. Not gonna lie, they're having they've had like so many primetime games this year. I can't even count. True. They probably had ten primetime games. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'd go with the Steelers again with the uh, and then with minus twelve and a half. I'd bet on this one as well. Uh, this is a decent game to bet on. Okay, so now we're gonna get into one thing. We're gonna get into like our one. I think this is we're gonna do this like in the off season too. But this is uh, a team that you're gonna like that we're gonna rebuild. So like, what do you need to do to rebuild this team, right? So um, this this team that we're doing this week is the Vikings actually. So um. I think I can go first, right? Or do you want to go first? Or? Yeah, you can go first. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So, honestly, I so this is what I would start with, like, this offseason, right? And to build in three years to be, a, like, a competitive team, right? So, Justin Jefferson is a really good wide receiver, one. Like, I think next year he's going to be one of the best wide receivers or, like, one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. So, I think that you have to trade all your older players. So, trade Harrison Smith uh, for a uh, first-round pick or something. Trade Adam Thielen for, like, a first or second round pick or whatever. Trade, uh, just trade all of your, get, like, a ton of your players out while they still have, um, while they're still playing, like, decently meaningful football so that you can just build on younger players. I think, honestly, if I was the owner, I might have fired, I might fire Mike Zimmer and, like, the GM and just replace them with new, younger people that are going to, like, rally the troops up and, like, I don't know, because we've seen a really, we've seen Kevin Stefanski this uh, offseason and uh, Joe Judge, who are both, like, balling as coaches so like they're actually really good and then plus like Brian Flores was a really good young coach we see a ton of good young coaches Frank Wright is a good young coach um Sean McDermott a good uh young head coach so McVay as well so there's a lot of young good young coaches in the league Mm -hmm. Mike Zimmer's getting up there Andy Reid is the one guy that's like super old but he still manages to like and Belichick and Belichick can't forget him yeah and like Sean Payton maybe Mm, true, I kind of forgot about him. But get like a get like a coordinator. Maybe you get like Eric Bieniemy or something. I, I don't think he's gonna go with uh go with the Vikings because that's like a hard job to get. But I think that the Vikings should just like fire everyone, clean house, and then clean house also means so clean house gets rid of the three main people: quarterback, coach, GM. I think get rid of all of them. Uh, but I don't think get rid of Kirk Cousins this year. I think that you you just gotta get like a ton of defensive players too. So um. Someone to replace Harrison Smith. Someone to replace Adam Thielen. Someone to replace, uh, I don't know. But just get, like, three or four first-round picks, like, this year. And then get, like, two next year, two the year after. And you'll have a really good team. Just try to build, stack up a ton of picks. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you what you're going to do with Kirk Cousins. Because, like, I think that's, like, a questionable situation. I don't know if this year's the year to get rid of them for Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Or if they decide, let's get rid of them after next season. I feel like maybe give them another year. Not, not, I don't even his think contract is like anything. really huge though. They're they're throwing like they're throwing like 150 million dollars at him. Like I, that's what I feel like. The quarterbacks are so like overpaid. Whenever they find like whenever a team like the Vikings find a franchise quarterback where they could do better, they just settle for average. Like they settle for average and pay him like a huge contract for, that he doesn't deserve. Yeah, I Kirk Cousins is like he's not proving anything, and I just don't know what team is going to take on his contract. That is such a huge contract for, like, an average quarterback. I think he might just have to finish out the contract. I'm going to look how long uh, Kirk Cousins' contract is because I'm looking it up right now. Uh, It's like unless the Vikings, for some reason, decide to buy him out, that's the only thing I can think of. Two years, They don't have anyone behind him. And uh, in 2023, he's an unrestricted free agent. All right, so what would you... How do you think the Vikings would play if, let's say, they bought out 
Kirk Cousins, but they brought in Gardner Minshew. Because let's assume Jacksonville's going to get the second overall pick. They take Justin mm. Fields. They have to get rid of Gardner Minshew because there's no point in holding on to him. I you think he goes to the Vikings? Like, Gardner, play Minshew, well there. Oh, Gardner Minshew has been like, I believe in Gardner Minshew, right? Like, I thought he was actually like, really good for a sixth round pick. But his arm strength is really like limiting the team, I feel like. But, like, give him a chance. It's only like one year. You don't have to play him. Uh, just just give him a chance. Like even Sam Darnold, you can even take in Sam Darnold. I feel like is just like he was a good player, just ruined by coaches. And now I don't even know if you can get anything from him. You could get a six round pick maybe, but I feel like another team is gonna want bite on Sam Darnold, and especially Carson Wentz. I feel like a lot of teams will want to bite on because there's like a lot of quarterbacks that are going in like that have been bad this year, like good before. Like Carson Wentz, I think a change of scenery for Carson Wentz can make him another like MVP level quarterback again. Because if you really Ooh, think about I, it, like, yeah. I'm like, talking about that. Yeah, like if you really think about it, like he wants to be the hero. He wants to play hero ball. They have they have Jalen Hurts. He just does simple things. He makes simple throws. He does simple runs. You know, if they're winning, and then when when Carson Wentz tries to play hero ball, then they're like then they're losing. So I, I think, think if you just... see, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think if you see Carson Wentz on a team like the Colts, that have an extremely good offensive line, pretty like decent. Like receiving core and guys to throw to, he could become a really good quarterback. Like he'll become, maybe not to his MVP form where he was a few years ago, but get definitely like above average QB if he goes to a team like the Colts or a team like the Patriots. It gets like Belichick as like a good coach for him. But I feel like Belichick would like a guy like Carson Wentz on his team. I think that's kind of like his style. Like we talked about Belichick's style last week. I feel yeah. like Wentz kind of perfectly fits into that. That's so actually I, true. I can definitely see him with the Patriots and or the Colts. Either one of those teams, I think he'd do really well on. Yeah, same. But I also think that the um, – so back to the Vikings thing. I think just clean house, uh, just trade in for a ton of picks, trade in Adam Thielen. Uh, and then uh, I don't know if you wait Kirk Cousins out because that is like a – he has two more years left on his contract. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know, maybe give him next year. Like, maybe he'll start next year, and then they're going to have to take a quarterback. I think it's next draft. year, and then, I think it's next year, and then, like, that that year. Um, I don't know if he has two seasons left or one more season, then he's an unrestricted free agent, but. I think after the 2023 season, he'll be a free agent. So after yeah, that but that's season, in, like, three done. years. That's the only thing, so. I know. I, I just can't see why they would want to hold on to him for that long. And he hasn't even been that really good for him. True. Maybe they get a, they sign a guy like Gardner Minshew, not like a beast of a quarterback, but like a decent quarterback. Someone that's like pretty decent. And if they don't manage to sign a quarterback, then they have to take one in the draft. They just don't have an option at that point. Yeah. Sign Gardner Minshew to like a a one year, like $1.1 million deal, like the base deal. And then just see if he performs or not. And if not, and if he performs like decently, just sign him as a backup for like three million a year. And then just if if he doesn't, then just uh, and if he does perform, you could sign him to like a ten million, fifteen million dollar deal. Yeah, I don't mean to get off topic or anything, but it also brings up the question like, what's gonna happen with Sam Darnold after the season? Because he's gonna be a guy who's looking to go to another team. I feel like Carson Wentz is gonna be a guy looking to go to another team. Gardner Minshew's going to another team most likely. 
Like, where do they go? I feel like Darnold. I feel like Darnold's a better fit on the Colts than Carson Wentz is. I feel like Darnold will play exceptionally well there. I feel like definitely see Wentz on the Patriots. I, I think Wentz will play good on the Patriots. I think Darnold will play good on the Colts. And I think Minshew would play good on the Vikings. Those are like my three picks for like those quarterbacks and where they would go and where I think they'd play well. Yeah, I think that those... Um... I'm sorry, what did you say for Gardner Minshew? What, who did you say for... I that? said Vikings, but I'm not sure if next year's like yeah. the year that he will go there because of Kirk Cousins and that whole situation. Kirk Cousins is like, all right, but he's not going to win you. Like, he's not going to... He's not going to play... He's not going to play bad to get you like a top 10 draft pick, but he's not going to play good to get you like a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's definitely not a Super Bowl like so, like, what do you do? Like... Especially because his contract is just so bad. Like, do you think they would even consider buying that out if they really wanted to try signing like Minshew or something this year? I don't know. I don't think they'll they're gonna do that to be honest. I don't I know this they year because they, they have them. a lot of holes in their roster. But I think that he kind of needs to get rid of them. Uh, they got to get rid of them like just in order to like get the salary cap low. Like they got to get like a hundred million dollars in salary cap space and then just go crazy in free agency if they want to. Oh, a guy I actually forgot to mention that they should get rid of is Kyle Rudolph, the tight end. Oh, yeah, he's old. Completely forgot about him. They could probably, they honestly might be able to get a first round pick for him. Oh, and if they, they can't, can... then just add in like a, maybe like a decent, not even like below average, like defensive back or something, defensive tackle, something like that. So, so what the... were you going to say about that? No, sorry, for so for one thing, for the for the Vikings as well. Get like um trade in like so trade in Adam Thielen for like a first round pick and like a starter. Like a starter player. They could pro- They wouldn't be able to get like if they get a first round pick for Thielen, I think their player that they get would be average at best. Yeah, maybe, maybe below average. Cause I feel like a first round pick for Thielen's like that's pretty that's a good trade right there. That's like a solid like one for one. Not yeah, a play like for player, but like a play for draft pick. Maybe like a early to mid first round draft pick for Thielen would be a fair trade. And if they can get like a, just a below average offensive player, just a below average defensive player, that helps them a lot. That'd be uh, a pretty good trade for the Vikings. Someone that they might even want to, uh, I think, like someone someone that might want to sign him is even like Miami that might want to sign him because they have like a, a ton of cap room. They have like fifty million dollars in cap space or something right now. Is that for Thielen? So for Thielen, they could they could probably pay him like whatever it is, whatever his contract is like probably like twenty million a year or like fifteen million a year, and they could. But still they can afford. use another receiver too. Yeah, they can. I mean, they do have like Devonte Parker, but like Jakeem Grant, but like. I still think they could if they have another receiver. That's another big weapon for two to throw to. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, if Thielen goes to the Dolphins, he would be the number one wide receiver, just ahead of Devonte Parker. I think that um, it could go either way though. I, I could think, see being either one. I think Miami's going to draft a running back in the draft, or go in free agency and get a running back like in uh, like someone that's proven. Yeah, how old is Miles Gaskin? I think he's like mid twenties, maybe. maybe like he's not, yeah, he's not even that good. I mean, whatever his he's name is good, good, and yeah. they let him walk. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Yeah, they just they got rid of him for nothing. I think it was really because of um, Adam Gase why he wasn't playing that well. I blame everything on Adam Gase. Like honestly, he's he's probably the worst coach in football history. 
I'm not really? even saying that. He honestly could be the worst coach in football history. He's made so many players that you could see. <laughs> Kenyon Drake. Wait, but how is like, it? Um, he made them like worse. <laughs> what's the Browns coach when they went 0 16? What was that? Is that Freddie Kitchens? No, Freddie Kitchens was horrible, but he, he wasn't that bad. Okay. Freddie okay. Kitchens is gonna call the games, call off in the place for the Giants. Did you know that? I know, and I'm so scared to hear that. <laughs> I think that he's learned better though. Like, I think that he's actually a really good tight ends coach though. So, like, a good position coach. It was a good hire by the Giants. But like a tight ends coach calling the offensive plays. It's kind of, it's kind of questionable. Joe Judge doesn't call sure. offensive plays, or I don't think so. Is he? What was he? He was a tight end coach, right? A special team, that's what he was, special teams. I think he can still rally the troops, though. I think he's a good coach. He is a good coach. No, Jason Garrett calls the offensive plays. Jason Garrett calls the offensive plays. Jason Garrett's actually a good coach, too. Like, a good, um, good, like, coordinator. Yeah, when I saw that they, um, they were getting him, I was actually pretty excited. I think he's, I liked him. Even when he was with the Cowboys, and, like, I hate the Cowboys. I've always liked him. Yeah, he's he hasn't been that bad of a coach. Everyone was like, "Oh, that's a problem," and now they're and now they have even a worse coach. And now they're like, and now Cowboys fans are always like, "Oh, he's a problem." And then they got him out of there. And now they have a new, they have um, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Mike McCarthy, and he's horrible. I think it's just Judge, he's willing to grind though. Like he, he looks like he like spends like he like looks like he like loves football and like wants to grind with like grind football. And yeah, you could just tell he wants his team to win, which is yeah. something Giants like haven't had in a long time since like Tom Coughlin. And like I was like I, I thought this was gonna be like a one and done hire. I thought the Giants were gonna be like screwed this year, but with that hire, but like it's a really good hire to be honest. Like and now I think it gave Dave Gettleman could be like considered a really good GM now. The OBJ trade we think... finessed uh the Browns so hard on that trade. We got Jabril Peppers. Did we get a first-round pick as well? Yeah. We got someone else. I think we got someone else besides we Peppers. Like three starters and a first-round pick or something, or a second-round pick. Jeez. Beckham's like, he's a beast when he's healthy, but like we got so much value in return for him. And he's not even playing this season. Of that yeah, ACL. he didn't even play last season for most of the season anyway. Or he's injured. He's always been injury-prone. That's his problem. Yeah, I mean, so is every single receiver in the NFL, but... Um, yeah, so, uh, all right, that's it. All right, see you guys. So we'll be back on, we'll be all back on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Do, um, like, review all those games and, um, just talk about those and see how we did. All right, see ya.